This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging in fact wasabi is up to 80 percent less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data from wasabi's ai enabled intelligent media storage wasabi air to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals data deletion and ransomware wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Inside the Monster, presented by Odyssey. This is the official Red Sox podcast, and this is our official Red Sox-Yankees series preview. To start it off, throwing it over to one Joey Capone for the pitching matchups. Okay, folks, the Red Sox play their final series before the All-Star break in the Bronx and have an actual rotation for it. Game one is going to be Nathan Avaldi versus Jordan Montgomery. Avaldi has been out since June 9th with lower back inflammation. He has a 316 ERA across 12 starts this year. He struggled in his rehab start in Worcester, though, allowing two runs on five hits in three innings on 55 pitches. Jordan Montgomery still looks like a fantasy character of some sort. I really I can't quite nail it down. His last start was when he allowed a home run to Rob Refsnyder at Fenway last weekend. If you can remember that, he went five and two-thirds, gave up five hits. His Dungeons and Dragons looking ass has a 4-3 ERA over his last five. Game two is Nick Pavetta versus Jamison Tyon. Nick Pavetta is Canadian, and since pitching in his hometown on June 29th, he has had the two worst starts of his career allowing 13 runs in nine innings on 16 hits. Opponents are hitting 410 off of him during that time with an 11.59 OPS. But before those two starts, he had a 2.18 ERA since May 1st. Jamison Tyon struggled against the Sox last series, giving up three homers in the Sox blowout win on Sunday. He's got a five-pitch arsenal, but that does not seem to bother these Red Sox. And game three, the Red Sox are closing out the first half of the season, Chris Sale 
versus Garrett Cole. Ooh. In Chris Sale's return, he threw five shutout innings, striking out five. Every pitch looks like vintage Chris Sale. His fastball, his slider, his changeup. He says he's back for real, and he says he's not broken anymore. And he is facing the ace of all aces, Garrett Cole, the $324 million man, the interminable hurler who was asked after giving up two home runs to Rafael Devers last weekend what happened on the field. And what did he do, Steve? He handled it with grace the way a leader would. And he was quoted saying, it's... It's, uh, it's, it's just, it's pretty, it's pretty wild. I mean, I don't know how he's, he's just able, he hits everything. I mean, he hasn't, just roll over one time. Wow. And Talk that. Talk about smooth quotes. And that is how you lead a team. That is a guy that the Sox are, no. I would not want to be the Sox on, uh, what day is that? <laughs> Sunday. Sunday, I absolutely want to be the Sox. I wish I was there at that game. But that is going to do it. For your pitching preview, back to you, Steve. That is a hell of a quote right there. My goodness. That's the leader of the Yankees, Garrett Cole. Uh, it's time for the weather update. Weather Amy. update is... Do, who is this brought to you by? Ed's Bubblegum. Is it Ed's? Yeah, it's Ed's Bubblegum. Yep. Weather update brought to you by Ed's Bubblegum. Chew it and pop it. Chew it and pop it before it gets like paper and falls apart. Chew it and pop it. Nate made a great graphic, by the way. I'll probably just post that. Yeah, Ed's Bubblegum. Looks awesome. Uh, Weather update, as I mentioned, brought to you by Ed's Bubblegum. In the Bronx. In the Bronx. I'm staying in Midtown Manhattan this time instead of staying in the Bronx. Um, I'm graduating to Midtown Manhattan. Very excited about that. But it is going to be... Low 70s around first pitch, which is 7.05 in the stanky Bronx. It's going to be 8% chance of rain, mostly clear skies, and a low of 70s. Sounds like a very comfortable night for some baseball in New York. On Saturday, 7.15 start. This is a little concerning. Chance of thunderstorms on Saturday night. Low 70s again. Uh, ideally, those are late thunderstorms, and they happen when everyone is getting intoxicated at Billy's. But as of right now, that is a concern for Saturday night. On Sunday, 135 first pitch, rain concerns again. Mixed clouds, some sun with scattered thunderstorms on Sunday, low 80s around first pitch. The chance of rain is 50 so games two and three, when Joey and I are in sunny California, it looks like it might rain a little bit, but hopefully they avoid that. Uh, Yankees breakdown, real quick. They lost a series to the Cincinnati Reds. Did they now? They did. They just lost in extra innings to the Cincinnati Reds, four to three. That means, folks, for those keeping track at home, the Yankees are 6-7 and seven now in their last 13 games. So just when you thought, it's only going bad for us. It's going bad for the Yankees, too. They're under 500. The big, bad Yankees. Oh, my God, are they going to win the most games in a season ever? Oh, my God. They're 6-7 and seven in their last 13 games. Now, here's the tough news. 
They have the best team OPS in the majors. They have the most home runs in the majors. They have the most runs scored in the majors. They have the third best team ERA in the majors, and they have Aaron Judge. So that's the tough news. Mm-hmm. But the good news is they're 6-7 and seven in their last 13 games. Does not just get you amped up a little bit, though, just hearing that. I'm like, hell yeah, they do. I want them to. Oh, all to. the stats. I want them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. want them to have all those stats. I want that. I want Someone them argue to be this, the evil empire. You know better time to face them, right? You just got swept in the trop. Like, hey, why the hell not? Let's go to the Bronx and, and play three games before the All-Star break. I, I would almost rather this than some Scrabino team that could give you some fake confidence before you then have to play the Blue Jays after the break, even though the Blue Jays, I don't even know if they're good. I, I just Who knows anymore? I don't know. If it's like every team in the AL East is good and also not that good. Like yeah. every team down the division is like, oh no, they're good. I mean, well, they're not that. Well, I mean, let's you know. I, I'm gonna I wanna talk, I'm gonna talk a little Aaron Judge after this, but mm-hmm. standings as they stand right now. I wanna make sure all these games are over before the standing standings. The standings standings. Are all the games over? All the games are over. All right. So Wild card standings right now. The Tampa Bay Devil Rays are in first for the wild card standings. They okay. are two and a half games ahead of the Red Sox, and they're two games ahead. Wait, did they come back? Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Oh, I'm looking at that'll that'll do it. Never look the at the Mariners. Did the Mariners day. come back? I'm trying to see if they came back. The Mariners have a lead. They got a lead, man. Wow. That's crazy. They were down five one. Mariners got something cooking. They're, yeah, they they got something, something cooking. They're there. going for 11 in a row. So if the Mariners hold on, they're a full game ahead of the Red Sox and a game and a half behind the Rays for the top wild card spot. You know when it's like, I think we get so How caught up in this. Happen? It happened fast. It's because they won 11 in a row. You get so caught up in this uh, ALE stuff that you kind of forget, oh, right, there's 15 American League teams. There's 10 others. And that I think aren't all in the, the conversation about like, is there going to be four AL East teams in the playoffs? I think like that conversation has kind of made everybody forget that the Mariners exist. The uh, I guess that's kind of it. Like the the Guardians and the Angels aren't really going to do anything. But, but when we talk about the AL East, we don't talk about the Orioles. The no. Baltimore Orioles are only a game and a half behind the Red Sox and the Blue Jays, who are both tied at 47-43, locked into, as of right now, as it stands now, that last wild card spot. So things have shifted pretty significantly, and that's what happens when you go to the trop and you lose four games in a row in annoying fashion. I wanted to talk about Aaron Judge, but I have to take a sip of water. So you talk for a little okay. bit, Joey. Sure, I would love to, dude. Uh, it's funny you mentioned where you're staying in the city. Not only am I staying right near you, but I booked that hotel about an hour and a half ago. Wow. I <laughs> I was going through our travel expenses and stuff and just seeing like, okay, like I got my flight here, I got my flight there, I have my boarding pass, and then I need to just check into the hotel once I'm in New York, which is where where am I staying? And I went through all my stuff and realized, I didn't book a hotel. I never even <laughs> thought about booking a hotel. So I there was like a real chance if I didn't like sit down and go through that, that I would have just got to New York with nowhere to stay. I mean, you would have been fine just because of 8 billion hotels existing in New York. But yeah, that is, that is something. I just wanted to talk Aaron judges home run pace. He's on pace. They had 57 home runs this year and Roger Maris still holds the single season record for the most home runs hit by an American league player with 61 hit in that 1961 season. I just, 
I wonder, Joey, I wonder if we lived in a universe where Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, and Barry Bonds never existed. Mm -hmm. If nationally, the home run race thing would be way more of a thing every single year, because I think it would be. I really genuinely think those guys all allegedly juicing Mm -hmm. ruined... And I'm not stating like a crazy thing here, but permanently ruined the concept of getting excited for a home run chase at all. Any version of a home run chase. I think they ruined the idea that anyone would even really care about an AL home run chase when that's not the all-time number for a single season. I guess, yeah. What 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 was the what was the number to chase again? What was the before? Before sixty one. Sixty one is doable. No, with I'm these not, guys, not, I'm saying the not, AL, not the Maris. AL record. Well, are you talking no, about the overall the 73? Before, before, the, before what? The case. <laughs> I'm saying before, before the steroid era, before Bonds and and Sosa and McGuire. What was the what was the NL? Oh, I, well, the, before all that, it was 61. Is what I'm is what I'm saying. Okay, oh, they're both 61. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's the same. It's it's Maris. Maris had the record until Sosa and McGuire and Bonds happened. Yes, but I'm saying the 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 NL record. Wait, why does the NL record matter when we're talking about the AL? <laughs> what are you talking about, Joey? Before the steroid fellas. Yes. Broke the National League. But they broke the overall, which matters way more than the National League. Record. I don't know. I just always known it's Maris. I don't know who the net. I mean, Babe Ruth, Yankees. Uh, you had Jimmy Fox, who I think did it. Who did he do it with? I think it would be J- Jimmy Fox with 58 with the Philadelphia Athletics. No, they were. That's probably AL as well, right? Uh, let's see. I'm going to find it for you, Joby, because I know you're, you're set on getting this number. What I'm so saying is. Like, who would have it if you took away all those fellas here? So, McGuire, Sosa, yeah, they're going back and forth. Would it be... Maris. It's Hank. I think it's... Oh, uh, well. What? I don't get what you're saying, not, Joey. I know, a- I know, I know, I know. It's, okay. <laughs> Ryan Howard. Uh, it's probably Hack Wilson on the Cubs. It's probably 56. Hack Wilson. Yeah. I'm seeing that, too. Okay, so I'm glad we yeah. confirmed what the NL record was before these guys. For the sake of saying, if the I'm missing it. I mean, I'm it missing. still hasn't been. It still hasn't been broken. That number hasn't been broken since 2001. The National League either. 56. Yeah, Luis Luis Gonzalez. Uh, yeah, he break. Oh, well, I, I think it would have been what it would have been. Uh, Sammy Sosa in 1998 and Mark McGuire in the home run chase. Anyway, either way, point of this being. The Roger Maris record, the overall record of 61, if Sosa, McGuire, and Bonds, and their allegedly juicing asses, <laughs> didn't exist, I do wonder, with a guy like Aaron Judge on pace to hit 57 homers this year, I wonder if that would actually be a really big storyline. And I understand the NBA's at its peak, NFL's at its peak, there's a lot of other sports going on. In general, that weren't even a big deal in 1998 uh, when that was happening, and obviously in the early 60s. But I'm just curious. I'm really just throwing out a, a hypothetical here, and there's no honest answer, I don't think. I think you're going to get several different answers. But looked at some stats, Joey. 
Yep. In the last 20 seasons, these are the guys that have hit 57 home runs or more. It was Giancarlo Stanton in 2017. He had 59 bombs. Ryan Howard in 2006 had 58. And A-Rod in 02 had 57. Obviously, cross A-Rod out. He's a steroid guy. So it's really just Giancarlo and Ryan Howard that, to our knowledge, weren't juicing and hit over 57 homers in the last 20 years. Yeah, no, Giancarlo just looks like that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's been like that his whole career in his defense. But I I guess I'll, I'll never know. I guess I'll never know if people would care to anywhere near the 98 degree of the Sosa McGuire home run chase. But I got to mm. say, Joey, I miss those days. That was I, fun. And not even the mm. start, like the story part, whatever. People have mixed feelings. And the home run chase, though, is like the live look-ins were great. And the fact that they were in the same division was cool. And his, historic franchises, and these guys are larger than life, and now we know why. But <laughs> it was just that a home run chase, the concept of it, is a really big deal. And maybe because it's Aaron Judge and it's Roger Maris, both Yankees. Uh, Yankees on pace with most wins in the game this year or all-time, whatever. I don't know if the all-time's still on the table for the pace. But I don't know. I wonder if people are going to care. If Aaron Judge has like 58 homers with a week left, you think it's going to be a big story about Maris? So I was going to say yes. I was going to say like people will make a huge deal out of it. Um, You know, not... 98 but make a big deal out of it but then as soon as you reminded me that john carlo had 59 well i guess no he was on the marlins yeah he was on the marlins so okay all right so never mind i was gonna say there was no talk about him beating maris well because there's that's not at play there (laughs) yeah Uh, but still there was a lot of talk about him getting 60 back in, in 2017 a lot of people were talking about that yeah so i'm i'm gonna circle back then and say yeah that people Especially because it's Aaron Judge. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's not like, you know, somebody is just having a freak year or whatever. It's like, you know, arguably the face of baseball is like mashing like you want him to, is having, you know, this year that might break records on the Yankees. Like, I think MLB would be stupid to not plaster that everywhere. Oh, it would be. be Yeah. No, it would be like a three home runs until Maris. Yeah. It would be the double image of both of them doing that. So. I just I almost hate how much I like Aaron Judge. I think he's awesome and he does everything right, plays the game great. Uh, and I'm excited to ask him some softball questions in LA. <laughs> that's that's gonna be. I mean, nice. he's not gonna be wearing pinstripes next year. He's just not. So like, you don't it's think so? Really? Obviously, I think I don't know about you, but I've been joking around with the whole like he's coming to the Red Sox. I don't. I don't mean. I think most people are joking around when they're saying that stuff. But uh, yeah, I do genuinely believe he's not going back to the Yankees. I don't know. They might look themselves in the mirror and be like, we can't not have Judge on our team. Like that, I, I genuinely think that's going to be the biggest decider. But if he stays at this pace, what is he going to want? Like eight hundred million, probably. If, if he stays at this pace, so like, just call knows? it a put a B on it. Why not? Yeah, yeah. let's just do it. Yeah, just come to the Sox. Why not? Why not, Judge? Come to the Sox, dude. It's I meant give him a billion dollars, but yeah, I'll, I'll take no. Him put over a here B too. on the hat. Come to the <laughs> Sox, dude. Why not? Aaron Judge on the Sox. Let's Look, go. It'd be sick, but I, I'm going to have a great time rooting for him on the Dodgers on or whatever. On the Sox, yeah. dude. Why not? <laughs> uh, real quick, before we wrap up here, predictions for this series. I genuinely uh-huh. think Nathan Evaldi is going to remind us why we should have missed him more. I think OB alluded to this in the broadcast, and I agree with him. Not a lot has been made of the fact that you're getting what was your ace back. And 
I think it's because he's coming off an injury and he's had a history of injuries, even though he had a full season last year. So Nathan Avaldi back for the Sox in the Bronx, coming off of four straight losses in the Trop. That all kind of rhymed. I I really hope he does well, and I think he's going to do well. Any predictions for you, Joy? Yeah, I mean, how how wild that you get Avaldi Pavetta sale? I know. You know, after what we've gone through, we had what it was like series of Bayo, Winkowski, Crawford. You know, it's Austin Davis C- is starting Seabold. again. Seabold, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was getting old. So, uh, I mean, wild that it's it's just kind of just in time here. Like, here, get one under your belt, then you know, take a breather. Um, but I mean, looking at the matchups, dude, it's like, I think like the Evaldi Montgomery game is going to be really good. I mean, and, and obviously the sale Cole game is, is a toss up as well. I think the only one that I can like really put my finger on is game two. I think the Pavetta tie on game goes the Sox way. Pavetta but, coming off of two stinkers. We'll see that. That's a big one just for, that's for why. the mentality that's of I the Sox. Yeah, for your mindset as a Sox fan going into the All-Star break, weirdly enough, you can make an argument. You can make a pretty easy argument that each start matters the most. <laughs> like, you really can. Like, that the Evaldi yeah. one matters the most, the Pavetta one, and the Sale one. So, these are all... They all it, just are... There, It's three headliners. It's like going to a concert, and you're like, oh, well, which band is gonna is the headliner? It's like, no, it's a triple-build, triple-headline. Dude, these yeah. are all must-see marquee games. Yeah, so... A lot riding on these three games in New York, and you just hope by the time you reach the end of July that you're still near that top and, and preferably closer to the Rays, preferably in that first place spot for the wild card. Joey, I saw something that uh, kind of stunned me, if I'm being fully honest, and I want to just Uh-oh. check the record now to see if it's still... Yeah, okay. As we stand Uh-oh. right now, from now until September... The Red Sox only have seven games against teams under 500. They have two series against teams under 500 from now until September when the Patriots are playing regular season games. <laughs> like, ooh. So this stretch is really make it or break it. You got three weeks till the deadline. There's a lot on the line here. It would be nice to get a little momentum as J.D., Xander and Raffy Devers head to LA with Joey and I. We're on the same private plane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As we hop into my Mazda <laughs> and head west on the oh, road. Oh, God. Let's end with this. I got trivia, and we always do trivia based All on right. the opposing team the Red Sox are playing. Joey, this is a tough one. How many World Series okay. titles have the Yankees won in the last 12 seasons? In the last 12? Yeah. God. I mean, I'm going to go strictly... I haven't really watched a lot of baseball in the last 12 years. Hmm. So I'm going to go just off of the way that Yankees fans act. Like the yeah. amount of gall and gumption that they have. Yeah, gusto. In the last 12, it must have been, geez, at least 11. Oh. Was I close? It is so 12. You, was it all 12? It was all 12, yeah. If you, It was all 12 if you take okay. away all 12. They've You're won nothing. No, the New York Yankees. They haven't won a World Series in 12 years. In 13 years. They haven't won a World Series in the last 12 seasons. Zero. Last time they won, you're going to tell was, me the last time they won, I was in eighth grade? It's what I'm saying. I got I to gotta go. We got to wrap right. this up. Yeah, I we got to wrap this cry. up. All right, yeah. <laughs> we're both going to go cry about that. 
Uh, next you will hear from us is after this Red Sox-Yankees series. Joey and I will be in New York for Friday's game and then Los Angeles recording our next episode. Come on, Sox. That's all I got to say. Come on, Come boys. On, <laughs> Come on, baby. We need you. We need you. A little momentum here would be nice. For Joey Capone, I am Steve Peralt. Go Sox, kid. <laughs>